0: We have lowered the age for vaccinations to 12, so 12 to 17-year-olds are now available to register to get a booking
1: and get a vaccination.
0: All right, Premier John Horgan announcing today that, yes, those age 12 to 17 will now be able to jump online and register and get in the queue to book themselves a vaccine appointment. This is something that I know is probably a bit of a relief for those in the school system, seeing some who are school age start being able to get some protections from the novel coronavirus. For a little reaction, please to welcome to the program now the president of the B.C. Teachers Federation, Terry Mooring. Terry, how are you doing here this afternoon?
1: I'm doing great, Jeff. Thanks for having me.
0: Well, really appreciate you taking the time. I guess just first of all, really probably happy to see this announcement take place, knowing that, like I said, some school-age kids are now going to be able to get a vaccine.
1: Very happy with the announcement, and I'm sure that those 12 to 17 year olds are thrilled as, as well as their family members as well. I think this will really smooth the way for a more normal year in the in in September.
0: Yeah, that's probably the key too, right? Is it's almost looking ahead to September because I mean, if they're getting their shots at the beginning of June, and we know it takes two to three weeks to build up some you know real protections in your immune system, probably not going to have much of an impact here on this you know tail end of the 2021 school year, but definitely going to have an impact for September. Um, One thing that I know you were hoping to see come from this was that vaccination clinics could be opened up in schools themselves, right? Being able to bring some staff into the school to do uh, some of the administering of vaccinations. But that sounds like it's not going to be happening, at least for the most part. Maybe there's a few exceptions, but were you a little bit disappointed to hear that, you know, it's kind of going to be on families to make sure they get their kids to these mass vaccine clinics?
1: Well, what we're concerned about are barriers to students getting the vaccines and so you know we think that using schools in some situations certainly not all but in some situations would be a really easy and convenient way of ensuring students who want to access the vaccines can do so you know we have we know that we have communities with uh low vaccination rates and it's not necessarily because of hesitancy but instead because of a lack of access some family members are working multiple jobs or they're essentially workers and it's not easy for them to access time uh, in order to take their children to clinics and so I think it's really important that we use an equity lens when we're considering these public health measures and what we want to do is make sure that every uh, youth between the ages of 12 and 17 who want to access a vaccine are able to do so in a, in a fairly easy and quick manner.
0: Yeah. And and one thing, I mean, you kind of just touched on it there. The the paid vaccination leave is is not uh, something that may be useful, I guess, to everyone who has kids in this kind of a scenario.
1: The paid vaccination leave is only for workers themselves, not for their family members. So, you know, we know that ideally it would be great if all families could, you know, take their children to clinics at the end of the school day or on the weekend, but that's just not the reality for many people. And so, you know, what we've seen uh, as being quite successful are pop-up clinics in those communities that have low vaccination rates. We think that, you know, high schools of 1,000 to 2,000 students, especially in areas that are hard hit by the by the virus in areas like Surrey. Um, you know, these clinics could be established in schools, and students could could go and access their vaccine, not have to leave school or miss half a day of school or what have you. You know, get their vaccine, go back to class, um, and you know that we would see that as being very convenient for families. We're concerned that if you know if it's incumbent on all families to take their children to clinics, that um, you know we're going to lose a lot of children. Uh, Uh, due to the barriers that exist.
0: Now, of course, you're speaking to me representing teachers in the province of British Columbia, and I'm wondering if you've heard from from some of those individuals, you know, some teachers in BC who are really happy to see that you know kids are getting vaccinated because there was a lot of question marks right up until today, really, about how this was going to work, just when you know school age kids would be able to start getting vaccinated. I know a lot of teachers that I've spoken to, you know, were were scrambling themselves to try to get their own vaccine as soon as possible, given how the age based rollout worked, and it sounds like for the most part teachers seem to be getting their first shot. At least they they probably have already had it uh, for, for the most part here in our province. But just, you know, is this a bit of a wait off for those teachers who are, you know, just wondering what what's going to be the plan to get kids vaccinated? We didn't know until very, very recently here
1: absolutely and so that contributed to a lot of you know sort of tension and stress around what september would look like and so you know it's a big relief that that youth are getting vaccinated we really hope that the second shot happens in the fall and so you know students are you know can go into the school year fully vaccinated um, that, that would certainly be ideal we also need to remember that you know elementary age students will not be vaccinated so it's still important to make sure those health and safety measures are in place place like mask wearing physical distancing and we also still need to focus on the uh, ventilation systems because Mm. we know that not everyone will be vaccinated and not all you know people that get vaccinated because of underlying conditions you know there there often isn't the efficacy that you would like so we still need to you know ensure that those health and safety measures are in place come september
0: well, uh, definitely a positive step in the right direction here. And and yeah, like you mentioned, good things ahead for, for hopefully a normal return to school come September. That is definitely what everyone is hoping to see. And this is uh, definitely going to help get us in into that kind of uh, picture. So really, really positive. And I really appreciate you taking the time here to come on, Terry. And one more question for you. I know it's uh, maybe catching you off guard, but I apologize. But we got news just earlier today uh, before I had had a chance to set anything up with you about a new elementary school coming to Pineview Valley in Kamloops and and uh, we know that schools have been bursting at the seams in Kamloops for some time. Enrollment continues to go up, just in a general sense. I mean, this is this is probably something that uh, teachers in general really want to be able to see is new infrastructure coming to communities like Kamloops, where enrollment is an issue, uh, so so that they can you know actually teach in a classroom as opposed to teaching in a portable.
1: Absolutely, portables have been a big issue, and overcrowded schools present a lot of problems uh, for students and for uh, teachers and support staff. So it's it's welcome news, and you know that's one thing government has has done well is that they have set aside a lot of money for new constructions and for you know upgrading current facilities, and also for. Um, you know, in ensuring that the seismic upgrading is happening, so great news for Kamloops, and it's you know really great to see schools being built outside of Metro Vancouver and outside of the Fraser Valley. Um, I know that it's uh, these schools are always long awaited, and um, and it's really excellent news that that uh, there's going to be a new school in Kamloops, so that's fantastic.
0: Awesome. Well, really appreciate this. Thank you so much, Terry. Always enjoy having you on the program, and we'll we'll catch up again in the future. But thanks for this today. Thanks a lot, Jeff. Awesome stuff. That's the president of the BC Teachers Federation, Terry Mooring, speaking to the fact that kids age 12 to 17, as of today, you can register online and get in the queue to book yourself a vaccine. Now, of course, you know, she talked about a few barriers that may exist for parents who are trying to get their kids to those clinics. The one cool thing that I think is, uh, you know, a benefit here was was in the announcement basically saying that if you already have an appointment booked, if you have not had your vaccine yet and you have a kid who's in that 12 to 17 age category, if you're like, say you're going on Mon- on Tuesday to go get your vaccine at the Tournament Capital Center, you can just take your 15 year old with you and both get a vaccine at the same time. So I think that was a nice addition here uh, but uh, obviously that's not going to be the case for everybody but one one little thing that I just wanted to highlight there so if you do have an appointment coming up and you got a kid age 12 to 17 you can both go about getting your vaccine at the same time.